0: As a being, we have a spiritual side and a worldly side. Our worldly side is elemental, made up of elements, and requires elements for its sustenance. It requires the things that come from the world in order to maintain itself. From a purely nourishment point of view, it has to eat and it has to drink. It has to consume certain things from this world in order for this physical being to stay in existence. The spiritual side draws its sustenance in different ways. It's often said that to fully engage the spiritual self, there has to be a renunciation of the physical self there has to be a pushing away of the world from ourselves there has to be an ability to let go of the connection to the hypnotism of (coughs) the magnetic pulls from the world so that we somehow stay separated from it. But in truth, we are constantly in both worlds, and we are constantly of both worlds. The larger truth is that we are of the spiritual world, yet while trapped in this body, trapped in this bag of bones, we have to deal with all of the various elemental forces that are driven through us and become the forces that make us go in different directions. If we look externally to ourselves. We see sunny days and we see cloudy days. We see days where the weather is wonderful and where the weather is unbearable. The world presents many different faces and we encounter those different faces. And that's just from a level of temperature, but the world also presents many different faces in the way it interacts with each of us. We are constantly interacting with people and people depending on their level of awareness, their level of sobriety And when I say sobriety, I really mean their level of maturity within their own existence. Dependent on those things in people, we get different attitudes, different situations thrown at us. And we have to learn how to handle them. In addition, there are the responsibilities that come with our existence in the world, which have been given to man since the beginning of time. The responsibility of family, the responsibility of community, the responsibility of religious observance, all of the various responsibilities. And then there comes the very difficult And sometimes overwhelming responses to what the world calls status, calls importance, calls fame, calls that which is necessary for your being in order to maintain its dignity. Now, to find an equilibrium in all of these things in the world is a very difficult work and takes an enormous amount of effort. It also takes the ability to see correctly And to see appropriately, if we have been indoctrinated with certain ideas that have fault within them, we are going to continuously create fault in our own being by trying to imitate these faulty ideas and trying to place ourselves in a position to be able to carry out these faulty ideas. And therein is an enormous trap in the world. If we have been fed falsehood, if we have been fed ideas that aren't true and then we attempt in good faith to carry out and put forth and bring into fruition these ideas we will be bringing fault into the world and that's why we have to be so incredibly careful about the ideas that we hold to be truth. And that is why we have to be so incredibly careful about the banners that we wave, about the ideas that we take on. The world is set up in nation-states and these nation-states set up their own societies and have their own conflicts with various other nation-states. In today's world, there are presently approximately 50 million refugees when you think of this number and you think of the impact of that number it's quite staggering how can there be so many displaced people in the world how is it possible it happens because there are so many false Ideas in the world and so many people chasing the fruition of these false ideas in the world, creating conflict and turmoil among men. Now, we live in America. We live in this area of the world where the 50 million refugees have very little impact except on our southern borders where they're trying to desperately break through to get inside of this zone of protection that is America. But In our own life, we have to encounter all that's going on in the world. And we have to somehow find peace with it. So, we have to find peace with the the turmoil that's going on everywhere else. We have to find peace with the responsibilities in our life. We have to find peace with all the false ideas that have been thrown at us and that we've swallowed. We have to learn to wade through the sea of inappropriate behavior that occurs around us all the time. We have to be able to handle all that's thrown at us by the world and in, at the same time Maintain our spiritual existence. No wonder people cloister themselves who are after a spiritual understanding. No wonder they go into caves and sit there for years and years and years. Can we handle the difficulty of attempting to integrate into a spiritual life, yet simultaneously facing the tremors of this illusory world, the earthquakes of this illusory world? the upheavals of this illusory world, the murders of this illusory world. Can we find peace within all of this? Now, there are understandings that try to explain some of these things. for there to be repentance there had to be sin Um, God created everything that there is and it said that if he had created a world without sin he would have had to create one with sin so the aspect of repentance and forgiveness could come forth these all sound good but what do they do for us what do they what do they bring forth within us? Do they touch within us that point of forgiveness that alters sin? Do they touch within us that point of repentance that burns away our own difficulties? Can we find a peaceful spot in the midst of all this turmoil well that's the challenge of our existence this is the situation we've been given whether it be within a castle or within a tin shanty we face the same dilemmas we always face the same dilemmas And our reactions to these dilemmas are the measure of who and what we are. If we can maintain our civility in the midst of chaos, we have reached a certain level of understanding. If we can maintain our civility in the midst of those calling for our heads, we, can't, we have reached a certain level of understanding. Jesus, supposedly, on the cross, said, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. In those few lines is an enormous teaching and an enormous understanding If you have been blessed to know what you do, if you have been blessed to understand what you should do, can you live among those who don't know what they do? Can you forgive those who don't know what they do? Can you be peaceful within the midst of those who don't know what they do? Especially as they point at you and say, you don't know what you do. The world is a funny place. And it has funny situations. And we're all thrown in the middle of them. And we have to learn how to swim. We, only, we not only have to learn how to swim within the spiritual realm, we have to learn how to swim in the ocean of illusion. We have to learn how to avoid all that's thrown at us, and yet simultaneously carry ourselves with dignity and forbearance and in a way that we acknowledge the spiritual nature in our existence and try and bring that to the forefront of who we are. In Rwanda, there were people who talked of love in the midst of slaughter. In the concentration camps, there were people who talked of love in the midst of genocide. In the killings in the Middle East now, there are still people who talk of love in the midst of unheedful slaughter. This is constantly going on. And if you've become sensitized, then you feel the pain of all of this that exists around the world. Yet, simultaneously, you have to carry on and be able to cope with all of it and continuously do the right thing. Continuously live within the moral base of your deen, The moral base of your religion. If you do all the practices of your religion, yet there is no morality in your actions, what have you accomplished? If there is no morality in our being, who are we as man? We've slipped from that pedestal that's called man to the earth. And we walk as if we were four-legged as animals. We have a duty to maintain the nature of the way Allah created us. We have a duty to maintain the dignity of the word human. We have to be able to not only do it for ourselves but to be an exemplar for the rest of this world because God knows and we all know that this world certainly needs examples of human beings so those who've been graced with the ability to differentiate between what's appropriate and what's not appropriate don't have the freedom to run away and hide. They have to stay in the forefront and they have to speak out at least to the very small circle that they are intimate with. They have to be examples within their own family and examples within their own small circle of friends. We don't have to touch the whole world. We do have to touch the people we interact with. And in touching the people we interact with, the possibility of touching the whole world exists. We have to be satisfied that within the space that we occupy, the appropriate things are being done. We have to be satisfied that the space that we occupy has a balance between the world of illusion, the spiritual world, and this body. And things haven't gotten into chaotic turmoil. And we have to find peace In that. Because if we cannot find peace in our existence, we cannot find peace in our worldly life, and we cannot find peace in our spiritual life. All of this requires peace. And that means that we can't be attached to outcomes as we think they should be. These things aren't in our hands. We have to be able to control. What is within our domain? What is within our hands? And we have to be satisfied with that little bit. And we can't think of it as little. We have to understand that the world can be saved because of a handful of righteous men. We have to understand that existence is because of a handful of righteous men and, of course, women. Allah is looking for the ones who are looking for him. Bawa said that he came to America to find one person. Imagine that! He came to find one person. He wasn't looking to build up a following of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions. He was looking to find one person. That means that he was looking for one who was committed and who altered into a true human being. You need to find one person. And that person needs to be you. You have to take that step towards the truth in yourself. Ask not for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for you. It tolls for each of us. And our worldly circumstances do not in any way tell the truth about who or what we are. We are much greater than our worldly circumstances. One part of our existence, one stage of our existence, doesn't tell the truth of who we are. We've all grown and changed. Do away with regret. Do away with guilt. Do away with the past. Today is a new day. A new beginning in this, the story of our existence, which is the story of Allah enfolding in this world on a constant basis. And as we progress, more and more of Allah's wonder can be seen as each of us walks by. We need the certitude to be able to take that walk. The certitude... To be that truth. The certitude to maintain equilibrium. The certitude to have forgiveness pour forth from our fingertips. The certitude to accept what is given to us without resentment and without ill will. We have to learn to forgive we have to learn to love. May Allah make that easy for us. May He make us see the reality of, of that for us. May He allow us to understand that any other way is illusion. Any other way is outside of His embrace. And what we need is His embrace. So let us enter the state of his embrace by allowing ourselves to do what's correct and be what's correct Amin Ya Rabbi As Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah